Hey guys, welcome back to another video. Today I want to go over a topic that I see quite a lot in comments over the years. And I want to give my take on it, and I want to see what you guys think about it too. Now when it comes to the topic of comparing Matt Lanter as Anakin in The Clone Wars and Hayden Christensen as Anakin in live action, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, there seems to be a lot of uh, like back and forth between fans like trying to choose one over the other. And while I understand that, you know, it's just what passionate fans do when you like one more or the over the other, I feel like we both need to understand that, you know, these guys have been coming together to bring Star Wars to a whole new level. You know, uh, Hayden Christensen with live action and Matt Lanter with the animated show. And both can't live without the other, right? Matt Lanter's version of Anakin only embellishes what Hayden has already done. And without Hayden's performance, well, there wouldn't really be much for the Clone Wars to for us to really understand who Anakin is. So that being said and established, let's go ahead and analyze something that I see a lot in comments. Now, something I see Star Wars fans comparing with these two talented actors, Matt Lanter's character and portrayal of Anakin in the Clone Wars in the animated form has only embellished and kind of saved Hayden Christensen's portrayal, which was whiny and clunky. And they say it's solely because of the script or because of Hayden's acting. And now I've made a video on how I feel Anakin has portrayed Anakin perfectly. And you can go see that video if you want. It's a bit of a longer video. I think it has a few million views at this point or a million and a half views. And I feel like it addressed a lot of the points that or a lot of the concerns people have that maybe make you, make you think a little bit differently. Now, when it comes to saying that Matt Lanter has only embellished or saved the whininess from the script that Hayden had to perform, I'd like to give my thoughts on that, and I'd like to say that there's a reason Anakin was whiny. It had nothing to do with the script, per se. It had nothing to do with Anakin's acting or a flaw in his acting, but rather it was designed that way to portray the character of Anakin. And I think some Star Wars fans are forgetting the fact that Anakin in The Clone Wars is quite different than Anakin in Attack of the Clones and at the end of Revenge of the Sith. In Attack of the Clones, he was very lost. He was having dreams and nightmares about his mother dying. And I mean, that was the theme of that movie. And then he has dreams of Padme dying in the next one. I feel like Anakin probably has a very severe case of OCD where his amygdala is super messed up as all OCD sufferers have. And he worries about things that are kind of illogical and he goes overboard and he tries to really fix them. Coupled with the fact that, you know, it's someone close to him dying that he has attachments to, well, you're gonna get Anakin being extremely, uh, you know, neurotic and crazy about it. Anakin was supposed to be whiny. That was the point. He was supposed to have clunky dialogue. It was supposed to read as him transitioning into Darth Vader who speaks with this monotone, clunky voice. And so Hayden saw that, and he was supposed to be acting in that certain way, so that when he did transition into Vader, it did make a lot of sense, and it seemed seamless. As for the whiny part, he is a very entitled person. Anakin is the strongest and most talented Jedi at the Jedi Temple, and everyone's always tooting his horn. They're either calling him the chosen one, or he's got a Padawan who calls him master. Everyone else calls him master, except for Mace Windu. And not to mention his powers are way beyond even his own teachers. I mean, imagine if you were being taught in school and being held back by someone who clearly wasn't as educated or as smart as you were about a certain topic. I feel like that would be frustrating. And you were just told to stay in your seat, stay in your lane, 
and do what you're told. Not to mention being a slave your whole life to some wicked blue fly. Not to mention your mom is still a slave, if not now dead in Revenge of the Sith or after Attack of the Clones. Not to mention that nobody really listens to you when you have these horrible nightmares of people that you care about. It's not your fault that you were indoctrinated to become a Jedi at the age of nine, and these people are now telling you to just wish away your feelings and forget that the past even exists. And if these people are going to die that you formed attachments for for nine years, like your mother, Padme, who he saw when he was nine, and then formed another nine years of attachments thinking about her every day. I mean, these are all psychological things that Anakin needed to deal with and people needed to help him with, not just be like, oh yeah, go go and deal with it yourself. Anakin was suffering on the inside. And while in the end he did very atrocious and horrible things, I feel like he could have had some help from perhaps a father figure or someone who would listen to him instead of just saying, this is not the Jedi way. You know, you have to just not worry about these people dying. Don't worry about your emotions. There's a reason he's whiny and the reasons make sense. So while I appreciate there are fans in Star Wars that really love Matt Lanter as Anakin, I also really love Hayden Christensen as Anakin. And I think the way he acted was the way he was supposed to act for Anakin. I think that is Anakin. You know, he's supposed to be whiny. He's supposed to be entitled. He's constantly in agony. He's constantly confused as to what his path is. He was just taken from his mom as a kid. He's never really had autonomy. He's never really done what he wants to do by his choice. The only thing he had was racing pods, and that was the only time he was free. For those 10 seconds or less, he was free. And that was taken from him. And he became a Jedi, and then you know, Qui-Gon, of course, died in The Phantom Menace, which was really his only father figure, and if Qui-Gon had lived, he would have been okay. He probably would have been fine. So it's like his mom dies, his father figure dies. He's left with Obi-Wan, who is more like a friend and brother, who's not qualified to really train this kind of a student who's disobedient, irrational, whiny, hot-tempered, and overly talented and underrated while being overrated at the same time. This is a super special case. I feel like this kind of a student should be given to Master Yoda or maybe even Master Windu, who is able to channel his own dark side emotions within himself to maybe pass that down to Anakin, who could have probably benefited from it. So, of course, at the end of the day, Anakin is going to look whiny because he's just a lost boy who has all of these internal struggles that no one has taught him how to deal with and no one has told him that it's okay. It's okay, man. Like, you'll be all right. They just tell him to push things under the rug and eventually when you do that, well, you're going to look back and you're like, well, there's a huge freaking pile under the rug now that I have to climb over. How did that get there? He's living in a household where he's constantly told what to do and told not to worry about the things that he's worrying about. That's not really going to help. It's just going to make things worse. And while you might go on with your daily duties that you need to do as a Jedi, those problems aren't going to go away. And so psychologically, he's always irritated. There's always something nagging at him because he knows that he has these problems that he wants to fix, but no one's really helping him and he's just told to ignore them. But he can't. The harder he tries to ignore them, the more they nag, the more they're there, the more prominent they are. And so excuse me if Anakin is a little bit whiny or entitled, but I feel like he has every right to be in a sense. He didn't really get any help. So while I appreciate Matt Lanter acting as Anakin Skywalker and he did a phenomenal job in The Clone Wars 
of bolstering this character and adding more depth to this character and more of a character arc to this character. I feel like I feel like we should be a little more understanding of Anakin's character as a whole and understanding the mythology and the character arc that is Anakin as a person, as a as his psychological issues and his powers and everything all in one, not just that ah, he's the chosen one, he's cool or whatever. There's a reason he is the way he is, and there's a reason he fights the way he does. There's a reason he acts the way he does and breaks down the way he does. These are all things that are shown in the films in the first three movies and then leading up into four, five, six, where we see him and his arc start to change into the end where he destroys the emperor, saves his son saves the galaxy. So with the Kenobi show coming out, and I might make a video on this by itself, I really want everyone, I know not the diehard fans, I know not you guys, but I want really everybody to be very supportive of Hayden. He did a fantastic job in the prequels. He got a lot of hate for no reason, in my opinion. I think if you understand Anakin Skywalker, you will understand why he acted so perfectly to portray that character. It's not the clunky or the whiny or the weak script. It's how the character is supposed to be. It's how Anakin is supposed to be. I hope I explained some points in this that at least make sense to me. And if you disagree, I'd love to hear your comments or read your comments down below in the comment section. Thanks for watching this video, and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.